This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was neighbors. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. And I am Adam Lustig. And it is episode 217. 217, Bill, February 17th. The big 217. The big um, it is episode, I believe, eight of the quarantine, which means that we are now about 40 plus, 50 plus days in. Yeah, I know. I was talking with uh, Chris uh, yesterday just about like how... It's crazy. Like time is so elastic. And I know this is like one of the many cliche things to be said about this, but it is crazy that now we've been cooped up for a couple months. It's been a yeah. couple, it's May 1. It's been a couple of months. It's pretty wild how it felt like March lasted for 68 years and April lasted for about two seconds. I can't. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, right. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. I know. I really think about people who are like under economic distress, man. Holy yeah. Holy. You know, yeah. This has been two months of no work. It's tough. You know? It's like, not that we aren't, but you know, it's, it's, it's really heavy. It's, it, uh, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. How yeah, are you, something. how are you holding up generally? Generally holding up well, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like the one thing I'll acknowledge is that like, it seems like I, I have two grumpy days a week. <laughs> Yeah, like just like grumpy. I'm not like yeah. I, don't, I don't usually when you're allowed to go out and like be yourself. I just don't default towards grumpy. But now I'm like five sevenths pleasant and two sevenths grumpy. Oh my god, Billy! That it's I I I think I kind of feel like that's a bit of a universal experience. Um, mm. I think that yeah. how it is. It's like yeah, we're living our life. It's kind of nice to be home. We're all re- quote unquote relaxed. We're getting to kind of read and hang out with our spouses and families, and that's really nice. And then yeah. every yeah, every other day or every third day, you just get like anxiety bolt. Just like, like irritable. That. Just yeah. like, like like mean to myself, mean <laughs> to the four people I see. Not even mean, <laughs> just like I not know. helping. I'm not I helping. Know. Let's put it that way. Not helping very much. I know. I feel the same way, brother. Um, but in the spirit of helping, uh, one of our friends, Ryan Glennon, who I must have been. Oh, yeah. He was on the podcast before. He talked about touring with yes. the band Sad Medicine. Yes. His band Sad Medicine plays the theme song to this podcast. That's right. Um, he basically forced my hand and said, you have to start training people. You have to start training us online. And so oh. this past week, I led two different group workouts um, with about, I don't know, maybe eight, 10 people in it. Really? Uh, yeah. For like 45 minutes. And that helped with normalcy. That That's helped with, that, oh. like, that made me a little less irritable. That must feel really nice. It does. And it like also makes me have to work out harder. So right. uh, we do like, we do like 45 minutes. And by the end, it's like, it's fun to see your like eight friends just like dead on the floor in their own apartments on That's Zoom. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. do it on Zoom and it's pretty cool. That's is it aerobics or is it like weight weight free weight stuff or what? No weights. We don't use weights. Great. Um, I, I'm kind of operating out of the assumption that everyone is just locked at home without yeah. like gym equipment. So it's a lot of like body resistance workouts, ton of push ups, ton of sit ups, ton of planks, ton of jumping jacks. But Great. like really just like like shaking off the dust. Totally. Two mornings. Yeah, two mornings a week. That's good. lovely. Love that. That's awesome. I'm curious, and it was really enlightening because like uh, it was like oh yeah, like in times like this, it's like share what you know. So yeah. I'm curious, do you, what would you teach if, if, uh, if you had a zoom with eight of your friends, what would do something uh, that you might teach? It's a good question. I, yeah, I wonder what that would be because like people are doing like these like zoom meditations and exercise like mm-hmm. you're saying, and like neither of those are really areas, like sort of areas of expertise of mine. I wonder what I would do. Maybe it would be some sort of like book reading. Maybe we would read mm. each other. Maybe it'd be like a kind of a play reading kind of moment, I guess. Uh, but I'm that's not sure. That's a good question, Bill. That's a good, yeah. uh, that's a good question. Cause like I, I never really had to consider it. Like I, or I could have, but I never did until right. a friend of mine was like, consider it. Yeah, like, like you yeah. can you can share that, and we will enjoy it. Yeah, like, okay, that that seems like a net win, three hundred and sixty degrees. <laughs> yeah, it's like right. it's true because it's it's hard. It is hard to know how to feel help helpful now. Mm, like, yeah. like you were saying, it's like hard to like you were saying like when you're grumpy, like I'm not helping. It's hard to know how to help. So it must mm-hmm. be really. I mean, that's really great to. Kind and of I find also. 
Yeah. The older you get, the more I find it hard to like start projects with confidence oh, yeah. or without, or without like a, you know, second guessing it. Of course. And now more than ever, it's like, don't, don't ask yourself why you shouldn't be doing this. If it might give your friends a little bit of pleasure for a half hour, just do it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, really? Exactly. exactly. Who cares? I know. Um, yeah. But, but it's a great way to kind of stay in touch with friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's ironic because uh, we don't see those friends in the real world. The only people that I see now yes, are my no. neighbors. Yes, so today no. we are going to try and focus on neighbors. Neighbors. Let's talk about neighbors. These are, the, yeah. as you said, in this crazy quarantine time, uh, our neighbors are essentially our entire social ecosystem. These are no the only human beings that we see. And, oh, there's that person. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's like it's like a weird cold comfort to be able to set your watch to your neighbor's dog walking time. It's like yeah. these, are the, these are the flagpoles that are that are planted in our days now. It's like Jamie and Brian walking their dog. I know. Our, yeah. Our friends have a two-year-old daughter, and they were saying how, like, the window is more interesting than the television. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like we'll just see real people, and it'll be so exciting. Yeah, it's but true. it feels. But it feels like there's two distinct types of neighbor experiences happening right now. There are the those people who live in homes and have suburban neighborhoods and right. go on walks. And yeah. it's like, hey, neighbor. And yeah. then you go back to your home. That, yeah. that seems like one pretty, like, the the sunny side of neighboring. Yeah. And then yeah. the apartment dwellers um, seem to be having a different experience where now it's, I hear every single step my upstairs neighbor takes. We are all trapped together. Like, these wa- right. these walls have never seemed thinner. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like you hear every. It's like if you hear your when your neighbor flushes, like this is an especially stressful <laughs> time for you. Yeah, exactly. Thin exactly. walls. This is not a good time for thin walls. So if you have thin walls and you are now listening to the No Joke podcast, we feel you. We feel you. Flush gently. Flush gently. You are much like your neighbors. You are heard right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Bill. Uh, right. Yeah, neighbors. I mean, yes, uh, it's true. And we. I know that we talked about this on a previous podcast, but. Um, what, one of the things that is idiosyncratic, not just to your neighborhood, but to many neighborhoods is this sort of like nightly healthcare worker support, uh, mm, yeah. sort of caco- cacophony, uh, which again, in the suburban versus slightly more densely populated area is a completely different experience, which I know we talked about, but yeah, there's, uh, but na- neighbors are neighbors are all we got at this at this moment in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Um, we don't only have neighbors, though, Adam. We also have because I want to just look back on the previous episode we did, episode two sixteen. Yeah. We also have a rap battle that we need to yeah. cover in today's episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had a pretty amazing rap battle that dropped last uh, last episode, which was theoretically about dinner parties, and it was uh, basically a head to head showdown between the in house no joke hall of fame robot and the in-house no joke hall of fame mother-in-law and it was a really intense uh uh really kind of really powerful uh rap battle each came with a verse that was really formidable and and really something to write home about it was agreed yeah we and we asked the nation to kind of check in and let us know what they thought yeah. so far. Yeah. Um, and a very um, distinguished member of the nation did check in. So I'd like to check in with what Amanda Paradise, okay. the no joke, the no joke historian and manifest um, overseer, creator, yes, <laughs> um, had to say because she sent us a voicemail and it says rap battle vote. Great. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. My rap battle vote is attached. The answer to your question from last week, 28 people and one robot have officially been in- inducted so far. Okay, got it. So this is the help. So far in the Nojo Call of Fame, there are 28 people and one robot. <laughs> okay, good. Also regarding the manifest, um, Amanda has added a few sections to the doc. Wanted section, currently awaiting a plumber for the sprinkler and an architect for the blueprint. Good. Good. <laughs> and a pending issues section. E.g., do bees have kickstands for Eli? And the <laughs> examples given, do bees have kickstands for Eli? And can the handyman bring an extra bag for Officer Mitch? An extra bag for Mitch. That's right. Good, good. And Thank you so much, she, Amanda. She finishes with, perhaps handyman Matt could do the sprinkler install? Two birds with one bag? Solid. <laughs> Maybe. Always thinking ahead, Amanda. You're so much more than a manifest creator. You are, in so many ways, helping architect this, the very Hall of Fame. So we appreciate that. 
I'm kind of disappointed we didn't call her Amanda Fest, but that's fine. <laughs> Amanda Fest. <laughs> um, but we, we still can. This is the No Joke Historian slash uh, Manifest Overseer, okay. Amanda Paradise, No Joke Hall of Fame's first family member. Let's hear what she has to say right. with her distinguished uh, rap battle vote. Okay. Hi, guys. I wanted to cast my vote for the recent rap battle. Okay, great. While the robot's performance was technically sound, I thought that Ruth beautifully captured a sense of chaotic emotion. Wow. That really spoke to me during this crazy time. Yeah. It's a chaotic time, and Ruth brought that chaos. She brought it. She was her own echo and started her own beatbox and then immediately stopped it. True. Good chaotic energy. Rock solid chaotic energy. Really good, yeah. Amanda has more to say. I do like the idea of a collaboration since they both bring such different qualities to the table. That is true. Very, very different rappers. Distinct styles, yeah. Yes, one is a mother-in-law and one is a robot. (laughs) For this round, at least, Ruth wholeheartedly has my vote. Wow. Take a stance. Put your flag in the ground. Exactly. Chalk one up. I mean, that's why Ruth taking a stance and being opinionated is how Ruth found herself in a rap battle in thine first place. That is absolutely (laughs) correct. Now, I'm not going to say that it's majority rules because we only got one vote and it was from a (laughs) man. That's right. Yeah. The majority is anyone. Anyone. One is the majority. That's correct. So right now, Ruth has an overwhelming lead against the robot. Katrina shutout, one might say. Yeah. However, Adam, um, after the act break, we will open up with Ruth's response because Ruth left us. Oh, boy. Okay. The no joke mother in law left us a voicemail mere hours after the dinner party zep dropped. So I, I'm so she's only surprised me with the listens that we've had from her voicemail. Yep. So I can't yep. wait to hear what she had to say about the robot's performance. Same, very much the same. Yeah, right. Um, Adam, we are talking about neighbors in this episode, or as we try to do, try to talk about neighbors in Trying. this episode. Yeah. Does a neighbor song come to mind? Neighbors, well, you be my neighbor naturally. The Mister Rogers theme, of course. Neighbor, right. neighbor. neighborhood, um, uh, yeah, neighborhood, neighborhood. The- Mister Robinson's neighborhood, <laughs> Rogers' neighborhood, um, hood, hood. We just played a Hoodie Allen song. We did just play Hoodie Allen recently. Yeah, neighbors, uh, nay, nay, nay. Old McDonald had a fall. <laughs> Mm, that's, little, that's for the kids. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the song that I'm, this does not relate to neighbors. Uh, mm. Okay, okay, all right. I, I, I'm going to take a long walk to get here. Okay, we're talking nay, neighbors, mm. nay. Mm. What mm. goes nay, Billy? I think we all know horsey. Horses. Horse, horse, horses go nay. The song mm. that I've been bumping for the past 36 hours uh, has been this Megan Thee Stallion, Beyonce remix that I've that mm. on the internet. And the sort of image, the kind of like thumbnail image of the song, if you're familiar, uh, is a horsey standing mm. a stallion one might say a horse uh standing in a field with uh uh and i think that's really it maybe with a map of texas or something uh but anyway uh that song is a straight up banger and that is very much the song of the moment i mean it's okay. a, the song of the summer i think it's like basically the song of the summer like uh, the for america's pop culture's first entry into the sort of song of the summer conversation Excellent. We do have a summer summer anthem episode yeah. coming out. We must. Yeah, we have. Um, to. We have to. Do you know the name of the song, Adam? It's called. Uh, it's the what's it called? Savage. I think it's Savage Remix. The Savage Remix. Sounds great. Oh, All right, great. so we're gonna play Megan V. Stallion. Yes, with and Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh yeah. And this is the Savage Remix. Yeah. Love that. All right, we'll be right back with more. No joke. Won't no smoke with me. Okay. Turn his motherfucker up, up 800 degree. Whole team eat. Chefs cause she's a treat. She's so bougie, bougie. Won't never teach. I'm a savage. Had a too nasty. Talk big shit, but my bank account match it. Hood, but I'm classy. Rich, but I'm ratchet. Haters kept my name in their mouth, not a gagging. Bougie. He say the way that thing move is a movie. I told that boy we gotta keep it lowly, me the room key. How them bled the block and now it's hot, bitch. I'm Tunji. I'm mood and I'm moody. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Acting stupid. What was happening? What was happening? Bitch, I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Stupid, what was happening? 
hips tick tock when I dance. On that demon time, she might start her OnlyFans. Big B and that B stand for bands. If you wanna see some real ass, baby, here's your chance. I say left cheek, right cheek, drop it low and swing. Texas up in this thing, put you up on this game. I be parking my frame. Gang, 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 gang. If you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. Please don't give me hype. Write my name in ice. Can't argue with these lazy bitches. I just raise my price. I'm a boss. I'm a leader. I pull up in my two-seater. And my mama was a savage. Nigga got this shit from Tina. I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Hacking, stupid. What's happening? What's happening? Bitch, I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Hacking, stupid. Like the stallion with the knees. He be like, damn, how that thing moving in the jeans. I don't even think O.L. couldn't do it like me, like me. joke podcast we are talking about neighbors and that was the savage remix megan the stallion beyonce i think the song came out like yesterday maybe so it's i mean we're sort of eschewing our least topical podcast reputation uh to Mm. play a song that is fairly hot off the press yeah adam that is very trendy of you i'm so trendy billy i'm very trendy yeah do you know what other hip-hop star released a big thing last night Last You're very trendy. No. You're very trendy. I, I, I'm very tra- I, I definitely don't. Who is it? Drake. Drake oh, really? dropped an album. Yeah, Drake oh, dropped wow. a mixtape last night. Uh, a yeah. mixtape of all previously unreleased, but basically leaked tracks that we've all heard and screamed, what album is this going on? Oh, interesting. For like the past four years, and it bumps. It bumps. That's cool. Yes. That's yes. cool. So if you're looking for new music, grab that Drake on Spotify. It is rock solid. Hell yeah. It does feel like the C- – uh, I don't know, like my – my um, I'm, I'm sort of conditioned to kind of equate this sort of like uh, dawn of summertime with new hip-hop. Is that just mm. how it all – is that how it always goes or that's – is my, like my emotional memory – Entertainment is- goes. I think that's how entertainment goes. Yeah. Spring right, when summer comes, people are out and everyone's just trying to enjoy big summer blockbuster movies, on, you know, big top albums, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Mm. 100%. Cool. Um, it is episode, it is the second act of the No Joke podcast. Today, we are talking about neighbors. We did tease that we have a voicemail from Ruth. Yes. We'll get to it. Oh, okay. Um, but I am curious, Adam, have you ever seen the movie Neighbors with Seth Rogen? Oh, and Zach you know what? I haven't seen that movie. I've never mm. seen it. Is that where Seth Rogen and his is a new dad and they move to a suburbs and they live next to a, a frat house? And Zach yeah. Efron is like head frat, head frat man? 
really good stuff for someone who hasn't seen it. You basically got the the idea. Okay, great. Yeah. (laughs) You got the gist. I think it's probably because the poster was so successful. (laughs) He has a baby on his chest and the guy next to him just has a sexy chest. Yeah, exactly. Their neighbors. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And then the married couple like sabotage. I don't know what happens, but uh, I can imagine that hijinks ensue. I'm sure. Um, I always thought that movies like that and stories like that were like so make-believe until we moved to Silver Lake and a house behind us, our our neighbors behind us yeah. have parties that 300, 400, 500 people show up to. 100? And- How is that even possible? because it's like a three-tiered house and they have three enormous decks. It might have like six apartments in it, though it looks like one big house, but they throw parties so big that it really feels like, okay, this is a farce. This isn't isn't happening. Like this really isn't happening. And um, what I learned was that it was a bunch of college kids. Their last party was maybe like eight months ago. And they partied until like 5 a.m. And I realized, I was like, I'm going to scare these guys tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to walk past their house and wait for them to come out and then scare them. Scare them. <laughs> and, and I went for a walk and two of them were super hungover the next morning, walking out, dragging a bunch of cans. And I've been them before. Right. Not throwing reckless 500 person parties in a neighborhood, but right. I've definitely been that hungover kid who like didn't know how far, how big the party got. The yeah. Yeah. And I talked to them, I approached them, they knew they were in trouble. And I spoke to them in a quiet, menacing way. And they were both really scared. And I walked away feeling so good about it. What did you say? What did you say to them? I was like, just so you guys know, on the other side of your fence, there are cops, there are firemen, there are parents, there are lawyers, and all of them are talking shit. <laughs> and I was like, I, I told them, I was like, on your guys' behalf, I talked all of them off the ledge. But if you guys fuck up one more time, I'm coming back here and letting you know what's about to happen. Amazing, they, were like, they were like, oh my God, we're so sorry. We didn't know. We didn't know. I was like, I'm your ally right now. And I'm pissed. Billy, and they that, were just like, that is such a savvy tactic on your behalf to be like, <laughs> I'd be like, there are other meaner grownups who are actually mad. I'm right. cool like you. I'm a little mad, but like, don't test me. That's yeah, because I'm not a little mad. I'm furious. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. You yeah. understand? Yeah. Before I leave, I need to know that you two understand <laughs> that, yeah. that there is a very angry mob on the bottom of the hill. I mean, between you and me, there was no firemen or cops. Of course. Or oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. I just, I just didn't want to go with the other approach, which was just like, I have a baseball bat. Get out here. Get out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you want to fight? Yeah. So, yeah. So, when that was over, I was like, turns out I'm the Seth Rogen. Yeah. Turns out I'm Logan. Yeah. Do you know, scenario. Do you know that they are they literally college students or they're just like young youths? They're youths. They, were, they, they are, and then they got evicted. Oh bummer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I guess I guess you won that one, Bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am still here. Um, but yeah, they got evicted for all of those parties. But holy cow, that was like one of those times where I was like I fear no college kid. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was that. I, I was Rogan in that scenario. Yeah, that you were Rogan. First, yeah, that was my first shot at being a Rogan. I'm yeah. usually an Efron, but that time I was a Rogan. You were a full Rogan, yeah. Uh, I, I, full Rogan. I, I have to say, Billy, you're, you're, you're fairly gifted in many ways, but one is that you are uh, one of the people that I know who actually, in, in especially in New York City, you would really make actual genuine friends with your neighbors frequently because in New York- Oh, it helps. It helps, man. Because yeah. New York City is just like, you know, the people that live in your building, it is like you're all on a little, like you all live on the same life raft. And it's mm-hmm. like you kind of, there is an element of like, let's get to know each other. We don't know when we yeah. meet each other. The walls are thin. We're all on this boat together. Uh, you can't give it your all. You cannot give them your all. Correct. But you can, there's like one step you can take. That's two right. steps is too far. But one step is like, you're going to be good. That's right. You know I mean? And that doesn't, that's even outside the building. Like, be friends with your local deli man. You know ah. what I mean? Because when you, when it's snowing in New York City and you walk to your deli only to realize you don't have your wallet, but you really need that coffee and bacon, egg, and cheese, they'll give it to you. And it's like one of the many things that this quarantine has exposed is like, like we were saying at the beginning, it's or, or has kind of revealed or illuminated. It's like those values, those tenants, internet exists. And like, yes, we're all disconnected and whatever. And like, uh, we, can, we all have cars and we can drive and, and friends live differently. But like, it is still vitally important to have formed some kind of 
uh, humane relationship with the human beings that reside close to you and that are literally yeah. in your neighborhood. It's like the value of that has just been sort of re-revealed to us as a society, I feel like, these past yeah. couple months to be like, no at the end of the day, like, they're, it, like I don't know, like, shit goes down. Like, these are the people that you have. Like, you need a cup of sugar, you go to your neighbor for thine cup of sugar still. Like, yes. It, there is a Sesame Street quality to life now. And it's like, oh, neighbors neighbors really do have value beyond just like, you know, I, I, they do have value. Anyway, but I remember your uh, your downstairs neighbor in Queens, Ray, who we love, who we're just like, oh, became, my man. just became actually genuinely good friends with. Yeah, he's probably listening to the podcast right now. Oh, yeah. What's up, Ray? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but Adam, let's get back to what's most important. And that is the no joke mother-in-law. <laughs> mother-in-law. Yeah. Ruth. Um, so we have it. So here is some context clues I have for you. She Great. wrote this email to us just a few hours after the episode came out. Okay, cool. So, so what are we, what are we assuming? We've, I'm over two in assuming what Ruth is about to do in her voicemails. So I don't expect to get this one right. Um, but what are you assuming, uh, we are going to hear? Well, it's hard. I mean, it's funny because Ruth it, being my actual mother-in-law, uh, one of the yeah. many, many delights of knowing Ruth is that she is fairly unpredictable, full of surprises. And, uh, I, I'm not exactly sure what to expect. I doubt, here's what I, here's what I know it's not, or I don't know it's not. Here's what I think it's not another verse. I think yes. that it's. I think that it's not another verse. I think that it is maybe a. Um, let me think. I bet that she probably has her own take on the battle. I think she probably yeah. is, I think has her own take on it. I, I wouldn't deign to predict what that take might be, but I'm sure yeah. it's another. Uh, and knowing Ruth, it will be honest. It will be straightforward, uh, and it will be her true feelings. Uh, no muss, no fuss. Okay. So let us hear. It's probably safe to assume because we've only been wrong in guessing what she does that it's another verse. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but let's actually just find out for ourselves. Great. This is the no joke mother in law. Yep. The newest member of the Hall of Fame. Yep. Ruth. Great. Hey, Billy and Adam. No joke mother in law here. <laughs> responding to the rap showdown with the robot. She says it so nonchalantly. So off the cuff. Yeah, I know. So off the cuff. Yeah. <laughs> performance. Responding to the rap showdown with the robot. Right. <laughs> I think you have to give it to the robot. Okay. Wow. Respect. <laughs> Humility. Humility. I have, I have respect for the mother in law, and she has respect for the robot. Let's find out why. <laughs> I want to remind you that in my critique of Robot's first offering, I suggested Robot return home and practice. She did do that. You can hear that two episodes ago. She suggested that the robot go home and practice. And Robot has done just that. I love that Robot's name isn't Mark or Sandy. Not even the Robot. The, there's no nope. article. Robot. Yeah, first name, first name Robot, last name Robot. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It studied, it found, and brought its tools. Now, I don't have any tools. I had an opinion. I had some free time. Mm-hmm. I yeah. will keep having opinions, I'm sure, and free time, but wow. they may not intersect and lead to another rap. That's okay. And I think that's fair. That's okay, I think that's Ruth. fair. I think yeah. that's fair and appropriate. Oh, yeah. That's completely fair and completely appropriate. <laughs> I have to claim the right to be variable in my responses. You can plug robot in, feed it a suggestion, and get a rap. With me, you do that, you might end up with with a nice potholder. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, robot. I need that that last section one more time. Let's Let's run it back. Okay. So... Give it to the robot. Yay, robot. <laughs> I think what Ruth might have accidentally done, I know that we sometimes reach out to Caleb Farley yep. to uh, make banging rap remixes. Yep, yep. Yeah, and I believe that um, we asked him to make some sort of begging remix where he took we took the word please <laughs> and turned it into a banger. Yeah, uh, I think we have a new a job. Yeah. Yep. I think the new drop or another drop that might be incorporated, not that he needs more words to put in, right. might be this exact soundbite from Ruth. So, give it to the robot. 
Yay Robot. <laughs> yay, yay Robot. I mean, Yay Robot is a great name for a song, too. That's so good, Ruth. That is, I mean, uh, again, Billy, it is hard to predict. what. Just when you think Ruth is going to zig, she fully zags. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, uh, a humble response. She was able to critique her own critique. Uh, Ruth is expansive. She's wise. She's humble. We are honored to have her as our in-house mother-in-law. I am personally honored to have her as my real-life mother-in-law. And uh, I think that we can, I think that one thing that we can rely on is I think that we will keep hearing from Ruth. I think yeah, we'll I hope keep so. hearing from Ruth. I hope yeah. so, because I think she brings a dash of integrity to this whole thing. <laughs> Because yeah, look, so. she sent three emails, uh, three voicemails, and all of them she stood by. She like oh, yeah. she, she said it and she meant it. The yep. first one she said was, "I heard the robots." First verse where he rapped yours, yep. uh, your your lyrics, Adam. Yep. And she said, "Not good enough. Go home, robot. <laughs> Get better. Practice." And then everyone said, "Well, wow. If you're going to you know give such a critique, let's see you do it." And you know what? She, she did. showed up. She did. And she did. <laughs> she heard that the robot went home and practiced. And came back, and she came back on a third voicemail and said, "Give it to the robot." Yay, robot. That is a teacher, and that is integrity. Absolutely, she is. Uh, she is uh, not. She's a teacher. She's also a student. Uh, she is forever learning, forever curious. Uh, and as she said. Sometime, I mean, like, you know, we can plug in a suggestion to the robot and out comes her rap. Mm-hmm. With Ruth, mm-hmm. you plug in a suggestion, you might get a potholder. So, uh, right. you know, there's with Ruth, there just is no predicting. She is her own wild woman. I don't mean that wild. I just mean, like, she lives in – she is – she grows wild, like like a fern or like a weed. She is. Uh, That's how you want to describe your mother. Yes, like like a fern. My mother-in-law, a weed. <laughs> uh, well, Adam, thank you for sharing your real life mother-in-law with the twenty-eight members of the No Joke yes, Hall of Fame. I had nothing to do. Millions, with it. Yeah, and the millions globally of which she is now the No Joke. Mother-in-law. Thank you, Ruth. All of our mother-in-law. Thank you so much, Ruth. Yeah. So that, that evens the score, I should say. Amanda voted for Ruth, and Ruth voted for Robot. So it's 1-1. The question is, Adam, is, are all votes equal? When one of the competitors says, please give it to them, yeah, yeah. Like, honor thine request, it seems like we should honor thine request. It does seem like that carries a little more weight than just a listener off the street. But so, so, yeah, I think that we should definitely weight that perhaps more heavily, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so maybe I think that we shift our ask of the No Joke Nation. Yeah. Um, maybe we shift our ask to not vote anymore, but maybe just to um, write a tweet or write some sort of message. You can email it to us, too, with the hashtag, way to go, Ruth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe now we can, we, can, we can officially say the robot has won the rap battle. Congratulations, we, robot, yeah. That doesn't mean that Ruth lost it. No. In fact, way to go, Ruth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. In in so want- defeat, she has she has claimed victory of a different kind. That is right. Well yeah. said, Adam. Thank you. Very well said. Thank you. So hashtag way to go, Ruth, at NoJokePod on Twitter, NoJokePod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to send us voicemails, voice memos, emails, just checking in with the Nash, you know that we will play it on an upcoming episode. Yes. And much like other episodes, Adam, we also play songs in the act break. And go figure, that's where we are. We're already here at the act break. I'm trying to bring it back to that 45-minute reality that we once created, and I just don't know if we'll ever get there again. But Lord knows I'm going down trying. It's a breezy clip, though. I mean, this one is flying by. I mean, we have – okay, great. So here we are at the break. Here we are at the break, buddy. Um, We're talking Ruth. Is there a song with Ruth in it? Ruth, Baby Ruth the Candy Bar, Babe Ruth the Baseball Player. Ruthless. 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 Ruth the tooth. Ruth the tooth. The tooth. The tooth. Jim the tooth man Taylor. <laughs> there's Jimmy the tooth man Taylor. Go on. Ruth. Uh, there's Jimmy Fallon's uh, house band, the Root. The Root. The Roots. The Roots. <laughs> Is there a Ruth song by the Roots that you uh, one of your favorites? I have a couple. Do you? What? What? Yeah. I. 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 I, I trust your taste, Bill. Well, there's that one song that came out a long time ago yeah. um, where Erica Badu sings the hook, and it's I didn't know what's so good. Blame it on the rain, you got me. So good. I don't know where I've been. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Um, there's that song, and then if you want a tempo <laughs> song, yeah, there's this off of their album Phrenology. Yes. Um, it features this guy Cody Chestnut, and the song is called The Seed, Ooh. and it goes. 
I push my seed in her book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a I'm going to make it because I'm pushing it right. Yep, yep. Maybe we play that song. That's that song a great one. Good energy. That's up there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a party song. Want to play? Um, should we play um, The Seed by The Roots? Hell yeah. the no joe podcast that was the roots aka the roots with their song mm. uh the seed or seed the seed seed i guess yep. uh, author album phrenology and that is a dedication to our uh the in-house mother-in-law uh ruth <laughs> way to go ruth way to go, Hashtag ruth. Way to go ruth. that's right 
Um, Adam, third act of the No Joke podcast, still trying to talk neighbors. Yeah. You are lucky in that you have uh, neighbors across the street from you, which is great for social distancing. Sometimes True. next door neighbors, sometimes next door neighbors, the lines get blurred. Yep. But when you have a street between you, you're going to be socially distant. It's true. And they have kids too. And oh. I have been on your block. I've driven on your block where the two of you can just yell at one another across the street. Yeah, it has a very kind of Pleasantville vibe to it where like there's, they have two really cute kids. I mean, the, my neighborhood is, is populated with sweet parents and sweet kids. It's pretty nice in that That's way. That's so awesome. It's that really is such nice. a win. It's I'm really very nice. happy you have that. Uh, I'm happy too, and I thank you. But they're very, very sweet. And yeah, it's nice to sort of, I never anticipated being the kind of person who would go out on thine front lawn and shout to thine neighbors across the street. Uh, yes. It's lovely. It's great. It's like she drops off little food for us and, and we to them. And it's like very, it's, I was going to, really I was going to ask about that. I was going to ask about that because that th- there has been a huge uptick in baking and then giving away 80% of what you've baked to your friends and neighborhood, no kidding. like dropping it off on their front step. And it is, it is a lot of baking and it is a lot of sharing. It, like it, the spirit of it is the spirit of it. I have no problem with. I'm a big, big proponent of like creating communities. Of course. But I'm starting to hit the wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't know how many more muffins I can like give to Greg. You're just like hitting the gluten wall. It's just like, just, like it's not hitting me the same way that it was like three weeks ago, where I was like, <laughs> "All right, we're gonna walk down the block and like leave these like surprise cookies on their porch." But it's just not hitting the same way. I know it's so funny the kind of things that you all just instantly take, not even take for granted, but just become have become normal. And it is so yeah. true. Like, uh, like of course you made eight sourdoughs and gave six to your neighbors. Like, it, it, right. who isn't? It's just such a right a funny paradigm that has been created. Yeah, yeah. It's just like the sharing economy is great. The gifting economy truly is great. But like, I'm starting to hit the wall with the sourdough. I know. I mean, and we talk a lot about bread based recipes on the mm, podcast, but we have no doubt. We're Hitting a, almost a bread-based sharing economy here. Where Seriously. <laughs> we are like, our, our society has almost become a full-on bread-based society. I mean, songs, in rap songs, rappers like to refer to their money yes, as bread. Right. And we are now trending towards bread becoming our bread. Yes. Uh, right. can, I, can I ask you a semi-related a semi but a little tangential question? Yes, you can. Okay. Uh, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch, the the football player, the charismatic dynamo, just one of the great professional athlete personalities ever. I can answer your question, I think. Okay, great. He did an interview with Chicken. So Chicken refers to Cash. Okay, that referred. Okay, got it. That's what I kind of thought. There's. I just I, I interrupted you, and I interrupted you again a second time right now. Um, but I interrupted you because I just wanted to prove that we can read each other's minds. You um, read it. You read, can, you read it like a book, right. baby. You know, yeah, but now you can ask me the questions that everyone else has context. You literally already answered it. He did an interview recently when he was retired. He was talking about uh, retiring and advice that he would give to younger players who may want to retire. And he was saying, "You got to take care of your, uh, take care of your family, take care of your mentals, take care of your chicken." Uh, and uh, I think I think that I assumed, and uh, Marshawn Lynch talks in very idiosyncratic slang, sort of like Bay Area slang, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, which is yeah. just poetry to hear him speak right. truly. Right. Uh, but I, well, I was, I assumed that it was sort of a bread, uh, like analogous to bread, take your chicken, take your money. Uh, but I yeah. just wanted your clarification or your yeah, that's good. Too. Well, I think that I, in my my loose interpretation, it's chicken means cash because cash buys you growth. It just buys you know chicken. it buys you chicken. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's just more, it's just a better slang to be like, yo, you got to get your chicken right. You got to keep that protected. Chicken. I just the way, it's so it's such a funny shorthand for money because it's like uh, yeah. for you and I, it's like honestly that works. It's just like that is what you and I are, do would spend our money on. If I had five dollars, right. I would try to find five dollars worth of. Frankly, chicken. So no doubt. And when we did, I, when I made that song with Donald Glover, "Fat People," right. like we, all we tried to do was come up with different references about cash and food. Like yeah, exactly. cheese was on the uh, cheese, green. Like we tried to figure out any sort of slang that meant cash yeah. and try and work. Yeah. Right, right, right. Exactly. Um, yeah, the best part about that Marshawn Lynch interview was that he wasn't asked about like, do you have any advice for the kids? It was after the Raiders had lost their last game of the season, or the Seahawks had last, lost their last game of the season, right. and they were like, "Are you going to retire?" And he famously doesn't talk to media, right. and he doesn't care about media, right. and he's above it to his credit, right? Um, and he was just like thinking out loud. Yeah, like, he was just thinking out loud about like, oh, like, yeah. They, and, question was like are you going to come back next year right and he like 
didn't answer that. He's like, man, you know, you know what these kids got to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. he just, like, went off on this like tangent. Yeah. And he's like, this guy is the best. Wise, guy. wise. Yeah. 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 And he's right. You do need to take care of your chicken, and you do need to take care of your mental. Of your mentals, absolutely, uh, Billy. I just want to. Uh, tra- I just want to give a quick plug uh, mm. to an upcoming project. Speaking of football players and pro athletes, mm. uh, you, All right. you, Billy, uh, worked on a truly outstanding and uh, a game a game show that is coming yeah. out mid May, May twenty, yeah. called Game On. That I right. had the privilege. You invited me to one of the tapings of it. It was so amazing and incredibly fun, uh, yeah. and it is. Uh, uh, a adaptation of a British version of, the, of a similar game show where it's three teams. Let me see if I can describe this sort of well and concisely. Uh, three teams of uh, one of the teams is two teams. Two oh, teams. I'm sorry, two teams. Two teams of three three contestants. Wow. Um, Rob, Rob Gronkowski and Venus Williams are the sort of athlete uh, contestants that are on opposite team captains. Team captains. Team captains. Every week. Comedians Ian Carmel and Bobby Lee are the two comedian contestants who are on opposite teams. And every then, week. Every week. And then there's a third sort of grab bag rotating celebrity contestant. Correct. Uh, and it was so fun. Crazy physical challenges. Crazy stunts. Like yes. super fun game show. Uh, it's called Game On. It's coming out May 20 on CBS. But you were one of the writers and producers for it. And it looks so fun. Can't wait. Yeah, man. So yeah, on that. It's it was supposed to come out in the fall, I believe, but because all television stopped. And, well, I can't say why, but um, we all just got great news. They're like, no, it's going to come out in May now. That's we found okay. out when everyone else found out. Really exciting. Yeah, so we're excited. It's um, it's going to be beginning May 20th, like you said. Yeah. Um, CBS, uh, the the channel, like Channel 2, where we live. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And 8 p.m. Yeah, primetime. It's an hour long. Every episode is an hour long. That's There's so eight episodes. Um, there's eight episodes, and imagine like a an adult super large scale double dare, yeah, uh, where it's like obstacle courses and huge games and trivia, but except for like it's not kids playing, it's like Terrell Owens and J.R. Smith yeah. and Grunk, and yeah, it's like this is superb. Yeah, exactly. In the episode in the taping that I uh, I visited for and went to, uh, there was a video package of when they. Flew fighter jet. The fighter jet. Oh yeah, no spoilers, no spoilers. No but spoilers. yes, do, some people do get up in planes. Planes at some point. and planes. Yes, and yeah. the physical challenge uh, was, uh, as Philly was saying, very, very, very large scale and yeah. fair, and pretty bombastic and fairly outrageous. It's going to be a great time. But anyway, yeah. I'll be tuning in May twenty eight p.m. prime time. That's so sick. Amazing. Yeah, dude. It was supposed to be the Amazing Race, but somehow we got it instead. Nice. So, there you go. Uh, well, that's super cool. Anyway, but I just wanted to congratulate you on that, Billy, because I know you worked really hard on that, and it seemed like a really fun experience for you. Thank you, homie. I yeah, appreciate man. the support. Of course. Yeah, right. man. Um, we have, Adam, five voicemails jeez. together. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. I'm and he's stressed. I'm stressed. <laughs> and he's stressed. Pull the lever. Pull the stressed lever. I'm stressed. It's official. Yep. Um, if we were to pull this off in 45 minutes. Oh, no. We're already past 45 minutes. Adam, forget it. All right. We're just doing all the voicemails. Sure. <laughs> Let's hear them. Um, we have four pretty serious Hall of Fame heavy hitters. Oh, of the five. Okay. So maybe I will lead with the fifth whose email says, it's VM time, baby. Here is my application. Okay, great. So let's get the new blood in before I bring back the OGs. Okay? So let's bring in a freshman before we talk to the seniors. Come from our friend Matt. Hey, Billy and Adam. Here's my application acceptance speech for my place in the Hall of Fame. Application slash acceptance speech. Please consider my previous fan art as part of my portfolio for this position. Oh, sweet. So he drew this badass fan art that we shared on um, Twitter not too long ago. I believe it was us holding burning burning newspapers. Of course, yeah. I do believe so. Yeah. Hell of an artist. Great. Um, So let's listen to the voicemail uh, and his application and his acceptance speech from Matt. Potentially, Matt, the artist, will find out. Okay. Hey, Billy and Adam in the Nash. My name is Matt, and I'm requesting to be inducted in the No Joke Hall of Fame. Adam, anything you have to say to that? Congratulations. Pack a bag, Matt. You're going to Reno. Enjoy the flat screen. It's a way to stick the landing, bud. Way to stick the landing. Back to Matt. As the resident artist. I knew it. The resident artist. We needed that. That's him. We needed some art on the freaking walls. Great. I think greatness deserves a great monument. The Sistine Chapel, the Rocky Statue, oh, God. etc. 
hold on. What was the third one? Was it et cetera? I, et cetera. Uh, okay. That is why I'm proposing a no joke Hall of Fame mural. Love this. I will be your Michelangelo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I the no joke Hall of Fame mural. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Adam. Yeah. We will All right. that under serious advisement, and I'll tell you right now, that's happening. That's happening, and it's happening right now. My wheels are spinning. I'm just trying to think about what it looks like. All right, so a few ideas come to mind. Yeah. <clears throat> the No Joke Mural A, of course, every member of the No Joke Hall of Fame has to be in Obviously. it, which is a heavy a heavy load, but that's just what it is. That's what it is. Um, so A, we'd have to get headshots from everybody, or at least um, yeah. the, no, the No Joke artist, Matt the artist, would have to get headshots from everybody. Yeah. Let's not get too caught up in the weeds. Yeah. Um, Let's just think it through. Two ideas that come to mind. One, um, team photo. Basketball team photo, football team photo, um, where everyone is lined up. Um, yep. This is, again, for like the design of the mural, where every member of the No Joke Hall of Fame is kind of in team photo style. I really like, like graduation. Yep. I'm just trying to think of ways of getting a lot of people into one photo. So there's really that. Everyone, short people down front, tall people in the back. In fact, if you're in the front, maybe even take a knee. Yeah, maybe we are sitting in bleachers. Um, yep. Maybe we are. I don't, I'm not exactly sure. I don't know where the location is. If it's actually in the hall, I'm not sure yet. So there's that's one option. Yeah. And then there's also the um, the James Dean Diner. Have you ever seen the James Dean Diner? James where there's like where it's like Elvis is eating next to Sammy Davis is like eating next to like all these like iconic oh, 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 um, yes. artists are like all sitting at this diner counter well, or that, something. Like like that. I think it's like a take on that Edward, that famous Edward Hopper painting of just like the lonely diner. Correct. But people have appropriated it to put celebrities in there. Yeah, I know that. Correct. Yeah. Um, those are two ideas that come to mind. But Adam, I agree with you that this needs to be a conversation. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, this is incredible. I mean, just to have an offer for a mural yeah. on the table is incredible. And even yeah. to be in the same conversation as the Sistine Chapel and the Rocky Steps uh, exactly. is is honestly, it's a privilege. But we we deserve we deserve it. That's deserved. Yeah, no, no, we deserve that. <laughs> we we. It's not even we need it. We deserve. We it. deserve it. Yeah. So we appreciate yeah. that, Matt. And wow, incredible. So. So I'm going to request, Matt, if you listen to this before the next episode, please write us back or please leave us another voicemail with what is feasible. Yeah. What can you What can you do? What would you like to do in all of this before we start making requests that are so outlandish that we feel guilty about? We want to follow your artistic lead. I mean, you unprompted mocked up a, a, a nice little image of Billy and I just recently. So like, you're clearly got your head on straight. You got your wits about you. And we want to sort of follow your mural passion wherever that may lead. That is right. Yeah. That is exactly right. Yeah. Um, so, Matt, please check back in with us with what is possible yeah. and uh, where your heart is at, and we will follow it. But congratulations um, on being inducted into the Hall of Fame. That goes without saying, congrats, you're in. New blood, full respect. <laughs> we have four more voicemails, Adam. Okay. Um, and I don't know which one to go with first. Maybe we just lead with um, the Queen of the Jungle. Oh, Emma! She's back, folks. Okay. Our friend from She's across the pond. And Emma responded to a question we tossed out to the Nash last week. We said, if you were a food on a table, what food would you be and why? <laughs> okay. Uh, and the, one of the examples uh, we tossed out was, if you were a biscuit, you would be fun for the first 10 minutes of being at the dinner party, because we were talking about dinner parties. Yeah. And then you'd start to cool off and not want to be there anymore. Yep, yep, you'd, be yep. warm, you'd be warm at the top, and then you'd start to cool <laughs> off. So I'm curious to see how people interpreted this question. Same. I'm very curious to hear how Emma interpreted this question. Same. So what do you say we listen to the queen of the jungle, Emma from France. Um, her email says, what dish am I? Hello, Billy and Adam in the No Joke Nation. Hi. It's been a long time since I've recorded a new voice memo. So here we go. Great. I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you're safe, oh, Emma. Thank you, Emma. Just lovely. Oh, All right, Emma. So let's hear what she has to say. Great. Hello, Billy and Adam. Hello, No Joke Nation. Hi. It's Emma again. I wanted to say I'm a psychopath because I not put my covers on. I'm going to rewind that just a little bit one more time. Yep. Well, did you say I'm a psychopath because I not put my covers on? It was, to be fair, quite cold when I did that. Got it. She's, um, she's a psychopath. Hold on. Say that again. Sorry, I two people were talking. Sorry about that. She said, I want to say I'm a psychopath because I nap with my covers on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> um, and second off, I'm a crème brûlée because we don't know where it came from. If it comes from France or England, because my mother is English. Wait, do you know what food? Do you, I, I, I'm going to need to hear that one more time, though. Okay, here it goes. 
and second off, I'm a creme brulee because we don't know where it's Creme brulee? Creme brulee. I'm from France or England because my mother is English. Uh, and it's also sweet. <laughs> yep. And it can be hard at first to access, but it's <laughs> sweet. It's soft and sweet in the inside. Well, if that isn't the most lovely. Perfect. If that isn't the most lovely. Perfect. All right, let's all hush and hear that line again, because that is just the perfect answer and interpretation of this question. And it can be hard at first to access, but it's sweet and it's soft and sweet in the inside. Lovely. Beautiful. Hope you listen to it. Bye-bye. Oh, Emma, beautiful. Food as metaphor doesn't get much better than that. I mean, that's mm. great. A creme brulee, you got to crack it. It takes a little bit of effort to access it, but once you do, mm-hmm. it's soft and sweet. The no-joke creme brulee. Formerly, <laughs> formerly Emma from France, now the no-joke creme brulee. Exactly. Great to hear from Emma, just an absolute legend in the name. A true legend. Adam, we also have a second person, another legend, who uh, wanted to say who they were on the dinner table, I think. Great. I think. Okay, great. So this is from Rana. Great. The no-joke accountant and so much more. <laughs> okay. Hey, no-joke Nash. Just my two cents on some of the questions you guys asked in the dinner parties episode. As always, Rana. Absolute legend. Great. Let's hear from Rana real quick. Okay. First of all, the Denver Nugget is such a good name. We have to go with the Denver Nugget. Okay. That's a good vote. It was either the plug. Yep. This is the person who's bringing all the cannabis, In- the cannabis expert, That's correct. to the No Joke Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. We said, should they be the plug or should they be the Denver Nugget? You really like the Denver Nugget, too. I did. I, I agree with Rana here completely. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So maybe we'll consider changing that name um, to the Denver Nugget. I'm curious what it says in the manifest, but I won't get too sidetracked. <laughs> More from Rana? Obviously, the main concern here is getting sued by the NBA. Right. Yeah, we could. We don't have the legal kind of firepower to go up, say, against the National Basketball Association. So I would be concerned about that. But maybe there's. But I would be curious. I would be curious what kind of fight they'd give us. Yeah. Because I, I might be ready for a fight. I'm pretty good. I talked to those neighbors a little while ago. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. But if we go with the Denver Nugget and not Nuggets, I think it's a really good loophole, especially with the NBA being suspended right now. I think we could totally get away with it. And run as an accountant, which is basically a lawyer. That's essentially a lawyer. I mean, I'm encouraged by your expertise, so I buy it. Okay. Okay. Rock solid. Moving on. Totally. Second of all, regarding Ruth and the robot, (laughs) I think I might have a solution here. Okay. Whoa. Wow. After the fact, I'm so nervous. Yeah. You should both join the band. I mean, oh. we have a band leader Duh. who needs a band. Duh. Yeah. Um, they can have a really cool band name. Yeah. Um, for example, they could be the Robot in Laws. Mm-hmm. Very cute. You know, they can fine tune it. And if you're wondering, hey, what is a rap band? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an accountant. Uh, it's a really good idea for them to join the band. Yeah. Plus, it could provide a really good venue for the robot engineer and the robot to have a meet cute. This is such like really simulation. Yeah. She is like she's tied all of the strings together. She is making this community make sense. Really? Just think about it and run it by Ruth and the robot and anyone else who wants to audition. Okay. Um, lastly, not that anyone's asked me my what my height is, but I figured I'd uh, let you guys know Man. that I'm five five and a half. Knew it. Knew it. Include that on the Excel. Yep. But don't forget the half. But don't forget the half. It's not five five, and it's not five six. She's five five and a half. She's such a lovely. Oh my god! Right. So, Adam, we have two more doors to open. I will let you choose which one gets opened first. Okay, great. We have the law. We have Officer Mitch, and we have the ex, and we have the ex. Eli, I knew something for me. I knew Eli couldn't stay silent for too long. I am curious to hear what Officer Mitch has to say, only because we have sort of shuffled a lot on his plate recently, and uh, his to do list is sort of growing by the day. So I do, I don't want to get too backlogged. I want to hear, I I do want to hear from Officer Mitch. Officer Mitch says, Billy and Adam, here is your latest security briefing. Great. Thank you for all the kind words over the past few weeks. Thankfully, I am healthy and doing well. Excellent. Happy to hear it, Officer Mitch. I hope that the two of you, your families, and the entire nation are happy and healthy as well. We echo those sentiments. Hang in there. Officer Mitch from Phoenix. Great. 
Adam, it's time to hear what our favorite cop, our favorite officer, Mitch from Phoenix, has to say. Perfect. Hello, Billy, Adam, and the entire nation. <laughs> officer Mitch from Phoenix here. <laughs> A uh, quick check-in this week. There were a couple things for me to address. Mm-hmm. Number one, can Matt or Matthew, the handyman, bring a tool bag as an extra bag? Right. I have to go no on this one. Okay. Same. I'm with yeah, him. No, no. That was my stance last week. I, I support yeah, Officer Mitch. Absolutely. It breaks the one bag rule. Straightforward. Rules it's pretty straightforward. Rules Cut and dry. Yeah. But I have a solution. Uh, Matt and anyone who needs tools or instruments of some sort, uh, if it exceeds the one bag limit, they can go and use petty cash (laughs) to get whatever they need. (laughs) Is there a marketplace? Is there a no-joke Hall of Fame marketplace? It seems like there would be, or maybe like a cafeteria with a few other little items, almost like bodega style. I mean, who's running it? Who's turning on the lights? Who's cleaning the countertops? That comes with a lot of questions. Uh, It's just opening a can of worms here, but that's a can of worms that we're going to have to deal with. Okay. I think it's kind of a a win-win here. I get to keep the one bag rule, and Matt and all of these other people will get new tools. So uh, True. The question is, what's the price point on these tools? Right. And what else is being sold? Is this just a hardware store? Do they also sell apples and bananas and coffee? But, exactly. These are all questions for whoever is going to run. I don't the have the answer to that. Yeah, I I don't yeah. either. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know who's going to run the no joke bodega. That is completely up to them. Exactly. Get some new tools. Go ahead and uh, go over to the accountant to get some petty cash for that. <laughs> so Runner will give you petty cash if you need to use it in the upcoming no joke marketplace. Yes. The shelves are still currently empty, yes. but stay tuned because someone will be stocking them with what we don't know yeah. from where we don't know. <laughs> Number two, uh, you have to call him the Denver Nugget. Yeah. Okay. Evan Gold is on board for yeah. the Denver Nugget. Yeah. I hope he blows past this one. Number two, yeah. got to call yeah. him the Denver Nugget. Okay. So uh, congratulations, cannabis expert. You are now our Nugget. Yep. Number three, who won the rap battle? This is the most difficult one. Um, both did great jobs. Agreed. Uh, I, I think maybe we should just start a rap crew. Mm, um, got it. Wu-Tang Clan, yeah. Yin Yang Twins, mm-hmm. all those. I think uh, I think maybe the No Joke Mother-in-Law and the No Joke Robot <laughs> would be a new version of the Yin Yang Twins. Okay. That's what I think that's a very astute suggestion. Yeah, that the, that the robot and Ruth could be the new Yin Yang. I think so. It was that, I mean, that was it was between the lines. But thank you for making that explicit. Yeah, I think that's right. Right. Yeah. Um, people are suggesting that they also join. A, well, I should say, Runna specifically is suggesting that they join the No Joke House Band. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe the house band is called the Yang Yang Twins. Yang Yang. The Yang Yang. Yang. Yep. Yeah, that, that's TBD, but uh, that's a good idea. And Officer Mitch, thank you for checking in, and congratulations to the Denver Nugget. You now have your own rebrand. Congrats. Yeah. Um, Adam, we have one more. And Mitch, take the week off. You've had some heavy lifting. Relax, brother. Relax. Take the week. This week is yours. This week is yours. Truly. Um, we have one more um, voicemail to get to. Great. It, it's from Eli. Okay. Always Always ask Eli. Yep. Um, but before we do, and we'll keep it brief, do you think that we created Animal Crossing with the No Joke Hall of Fame? We're, sure feels like it's Animal Crossing. Oh, oh what do you mean? Just like, a, well, now I don't, re- I have to admit, I don't know much about Animal Crossing other than everyone's playing it. It's just like a village where you live. It's a game where you build worlds, where you exchange goods and services. You can see people throughout, but essentially you're just buying a little island and propagating it with fruits that you'd like to grow and then sell. You invite friends over to come check it out. You go fishing in your little virtual lake. It's all very simulated. I mean, um, it sounds a little bit about like what we're constructing here with the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame, it's definitely turning into a village of its own. It yeah. has an ecosystem of its very own. Uh, so if we have any lawyers that follow our, we, I know they're not in the Hall of Fame yet, but if you listen to the No Joke podcast and you are a lawyer, we'd like you to get in touch with us because we think that Animal Crossing owes us a lot of <laughs> Yeah. The idea of a virtual community. I think we own that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's our IP. So if there's a No Joke lawyer out there, A, we need you in the Hall of Fame before we can do any sort of legal discussion. Of course. But once you're in the hall, we'd like to talk to you about how Tom Nook, the central character from Animal Crossing, can give us money or turnips, whichever one he has. We'll take either. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, great. So, Adam, last voicemail great. for the episode and for the week, and we should obviously end with a bang. It comes from Eli, our expert, yep. our fact-checking expert. And like always, 
Brevity is key. The only word in his email is in the subject line, and it says, feet. <laughs> okay. We asked if bees have muscles. He replied, now we asked if bees have feet. Yeah. So let's find out real quick what Eli has to say about do bees have feet or do they have kickstands? <laughs> there, it is. there it is. Bees do have feet. They have little claws on the end of their feet oh. to grab on to rough surfaces, and then they have wider, smooth pads to uh, attach to smooth surfaces, such as glass. They have pads and claws. Pads, pl- pads plus claws. Yeah. That's really, that's way more complicated than I thought. I yeah. thought it would just be like, if I was to draw a bee's foot, I would draw a straight line down and then like three lines coming out of it. Oh, like a broken balance. Yeah, got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But Mother Nature had bigger plans. Much she had bigger. Paws and claws. Paws and claws. Uh, now, the original question was, do bees have feet or do they have little kickstands? And that's a good question. <laughs> I just want to reinforce that that is a good question. Correct. Yeah. And I'd like to ask the question, uh, what's the difference, honestly? I mean... Okay. I mean, let's hear his question finish out first. human feet just kind of little kickstands? Yeah, no way. That's a good point, Eli. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for asking, Eli. Wow, Eli has a question for us. I mean, I have my answer. What's the difference between a foot and a kickstand? Aren't, and he's saying that, like, what aren't human, aren't, what's the difference between feet and kickstands? And right. in my mind, the leg is the kickstand of the body. And then mm. the leg is the kickstand and the foot is the little treat that you get at the bottom. Interesting. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, no, I'm looking at a kickstand right now, and I, I tend to agree. There's a bike <laughs> in my in my place, and I'm looking at it. Yeah. I also, um, most kickstands are metal. Right. You know what I mean? And my leg is like skin and mush. It has bone. My foot is kind of mush. Yeah. It has veins. There's like no veins. I don't think there's any blood in kickstands. Right. So I think that's one central difference. That's a, That's the biggest difference, yeah. Right, um, but uh, uh, but it, it's a good question. It's worth pondering. What is the, what is the difference between a leg and a kickstand? But I'm happy to know that bees. Uh, I'm happy to know that bees have what was it? Pads plus claws. Paws, pads, and claws. Pa- pads and claws. Yeah, paws and claws. Yeah, Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. Um, Eli the expert. Ten for ten. We've always asked. We've asked for five fast facts. He's come with it. We've asked about Nickel Creek. He's come with it. Not an answer. No, that's why he's the expert, Bill. Yeah. Everything. Everyone in the niche. Just thanks for stepping up in these quarantined times. Uh, We are excited to get this class action lawsuit off the ground um, (laughs) against Animal Animal Crossing. Crossing. Uh, Yep, uh, we will seed out that money um, once it comes in to all members of the nation. Of course. Um, so stay tuned. We need that lawyer first. Yep. Right now, Rana, our accountant, is the closest thing we have to a lawyer. Have a de facto attorney. Yep. Yep. So um, if you are a lawyer, please email us at nojokepod at gmail.com because we're trying to take billions from Animal Crossing in the next couple of weeks. Or turnips. Or turnips. Billions, billions of dollars. Or, tur- or hundreds of turnips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Good goal. Good goal. Well, another one's in the book, Adam. Good we one, are Bill. going to go way over an hour. It's just well, impossible good. not to. Yeah. Times. We got all these voices. Uh, all this engagement. Yeah. All this engagement. Yeah. Um, but another good one, bud. Good job. Always, buddy. Always. Yeah, man. For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafiero. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next Thank week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>